Hello everyone and welcome to the Super Rugby Round 15 preview brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for rugby opinion and what does I do? Oh yes, that's right, predictions. So uh, do join us for that. Today we'll be going through the uh, Super Rugby Round 15 games, telling you all about all the players uh, that have been selected and all of that kind of stuff. Give you our predictions and our reviews and joining me I have the one, the only pillar from... Um, Oh, from great sports, but for some reason, my work, my fingers were there. Yes, you're on screen now. Good. <laughs> panic, panic, technical issues. Ah. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, Ben. How are you, Paul? Not bad at all. And whilst I'm the best place for predictions and opinion, he is the best place for stories behind players. So check out Grit Sports uh, website for those uh, and all of that kind of lovely stuff. This weekend, we we... sorry, I didn't catch that. Oh. I'm saying we've got a big interview this weekend as well. So oh, who have you got? Look out on Monday. Oh, oh yeah, it looks like you got a bit of a, a bit of a, um, it's cutting out there, so it kept, it's, it's going to keep a secret, but it's coming out Monday. So guys, look out for that um, and check out the website. So first up, we have a top of the table clash. The uh, Crusaders versus the Hurricanes. What do you think about the Crusaders for this weekend? Um, Crusaders have been in very good form. Uh, uh, I mean, they look unstoppable, actually. Um, besides the loss against the Hurricanes, um, the last time these two, these two teams met, um, they've actually looked very, um, like a very solid, um, strong squad. I mean, they can afford to lose players and still perform on the field and get the four to five points. Um, They've got some. They've got a very big squad, so they are able to replace players with other guys that are coming through in the group. So the Crusaders have been have been in good form so far. No, absolutely, happy on good form, and they have missed. Uh, they'll be missing Franks and Moody to, for, through suspension, uh, but Crockett and yeah. Alatoa have both stepped up and shown early the season when they, when those guys were injured that they can play. Uh, so that's not such yes. a big deal. They are though missing uh, Whitelock. Uh, in the uh, in 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 the engine room, uh, he, so he's going to be a big lo- loss for them. Not only their captain, um, but also one of the best locks in the world. So uh, so this is not yeah. a full strength side. Yeah, I mean, even the last time they played in Wellington, Whitelock was uh, Whitelock was there, uh, but they still lost. So it's up to these new guys now that are coming through um, to actually put their hands up and show and show everyone what they what they're capable of. So for Barrett and the other new lock, that it that they okay. We're going, to, we're going to struggle with uh, Skype issues this evening, unfortunately. But yeah, so the new lock, so Quinton Strange alongside Scott Barrett. Bit surprised Luke Mar- Mar- Romano is on the bench and hasn't been uh, isn't starting, but it does give uh, Quinton Strange a good opportunity to show his worth uh, and step up. The other big player missing, of course, is. Um, oh, I've gone blank. Impressed with how the Hurricanes have been playing. Oh, before, they've been winning, right? But before we get on to the Hurricanes, um, in the backs we have uh, Tim Bateman and Jack Goodhue because um, uh, Crossy is missing again Crossy. through uh, through head injury. That was now I was looking for. Yeah. Otherwise, that that back line with Bridge, Tuanivalu, David Havali uh, looks like a strong a strong back line. The, um, but yeah, no, sorry, you're going on to the, the, to the Hurricanes. I, I was saying, basically, I mean, 
The Hurricanes have been winning, yes, but their wins haven't been really convincing. Um, you watch what happened last weekend against the Reds at home, and now they have to travel to Christchurch. So I don't know what it is, but they are winning, yes, but uh, there's something missing. They're not putting teams away. I mean, they could be a team that's capable of putting teams away, but they're not actually putting teams away. And I think this weekend they'll be challenged by a much stronger side, um, a side that's playing at home, a side that wants to revenge their their loss in uh, in Wellington. So they'll be challenged on all facets of the game this weekend, whether it be lineouts, uh, scrums, and uh, at the breakdown as well. No, absolutely, and it's going to be interesting. Uh, we're missing uh, Also and Proctor, which means that Jordy Barrett has moved into the centres. Are we playing in the 13 jersey? So it's going to be interesting to see how he goes um, there. Uh, Fafita is also uh, being being rested this weekend, so it's Brad Shields back into the mix with uh, uh, Ardis Surveyor and uh, Blade Thompson um, with uh, uh, Princep to come off the bench. So no Evans either, uh, who has also been... Uh, playing well so uh, whilst this is the top two sides it's the top two sides all teams have to handle injuries uh, but yeah we're not going to quite see the top the best versus the best unfortunately this, this weekend uh, in this game yeah um, key key um, contest for this game for me personally I think first five at Flahoff uh, Barrett and Moanga and then Goodhue and the other Barrett coming in at 13 yeah, good has been playing great this week. This this week, no, this whole season, um, <clears throat> uh, and hence he's there in the the All Blacks uh, selection. And you're right, can this Hurricanes front five get them some front football? Because the Crusaders will be looking to to, to bash them back on that game line uh, and, and and get that ball. The other big thing this weekend is that the Hurricanes have only lost one game all season and have played one less game yeah. than the Crusaders. If the Crusaders were to lose this one, uh, then that would be a, a, a big blow for them trying to get that number one seed or, or, even, or, or topping the New Zealand Conference. This this is a must-win game for the Crusaders. Not quite so yes. for the, the Hurricanes, though. So what's your prediction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got Crusaders by six. By six? I've gone Crusaders as well. I've gone by three. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're in agreement uh, on that one. The next one, though, I, it could... Uh, could split us, I, I think. Um, the Rebels versus the Sunwolves. Yeah, um, this game, I mean, the Rebels come from uh, a bye last week, uh, and then the Sunwolves will be, I mean, I think they'll be in high spirits coming into this game because, I mean, they've just gotten two, they've just gotten two wins in the past two weekends. Uh, they beat the Reds, they beat the Stormers consecutively, and I think they'll They'll be highly motivated, but uh, I don't think they can upset the Rebels at home. So let's have a quick uh, quick look at some of that. So Dame Helmut Petty is back. Uh, also, he was out through head injury and then I think a different other injury. Uh, so he's had a, he's had an injury yeah. uh, interrupted season. So it's good to see uh, to see him back in there. But the Rebels are still going to be missing um, Genia. So Ruru is going to be running running things. Interestingly enough, Reese um, Reese Hodge. At ten, um, with um, uh, with Debrusini uh, out of the, uh, the the match day twenty three entirely, um, which is a bit of a shock. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they're trying to they're trying to 
they're trying new things uh, to see what works well with Guinea out, especially in the halfback combination. So maybe they're trying to get quick, quick, uh, quick ball from <clears throat> from 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 the ten, taking I mean spreading it out wide early because we know how the Sunwolves, uh, what type of game plan the Sunwolves play. So they're in your face, spreading the ball out wide. So they also want to come counter attack with the same with the same concept, basically. Yeah, uh, uh, the 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 Sunwolves or, or, or Japanese rugby. Uh, is already looking towards the uh, junior internationals. So we're missing a lot of the Japanese in, uh, international players from this game. So if you're looking looking at the Summers, the starting lineup, um, it does it reads very much like a basically a, a second 15. Uh, except, I mean, you've still got players like Hayden Parker and Michael Little who don't qualify for the Brave Blossoms, but just about all the Brave Blossoms uh, do look to be have, have, do look to be out of this one. Uh, which so with that in mind, even though they have had back-to-back wins, you, you've got to say home home advantage uh, will be enough here for the for the rebels. Yeah, I'm going with the rebels here. So I went rebels by three. But that's before I saw the for the before before I saw the fixture list. I think it'll probably be more than that. How many are you going by? Uh, ten rebels. Ten. Um, in the chat though, we've got uh, um, we've got rebels by six. Rebels by sixteen. From Christian and Christian, I think you are uh, going a bit big there, um, but it is a second uh, second team, so we'll have to wait and see how that um, how that pans out. We then Sunday morning our time. Um, I will be live. Oh, by the way, I will be doing live post match reaction to the hurricane to the Crusaders versus the Hurricanes from uh, the oh, what's called the um, the crowded house in New in New Plymouth. So if you're in New Plymouth, come on down to the crowded house, join me for a beer, uh, and watch the game with me, and then I will do post match reaction from the from the bar. And then I will also be doing post-match reaction for Hagiwaros versus uh, versus the Sharks, but that's like a, a morning game for me, so I'll be on the teas, tea and coffee, not on the beers for this one. Um, be, is this will be Friday night for me. Friday night for you, so Jack's on the beers for this. One. So not Jack, oh, dearie, fill out on the on the on the beers for this one. Um, Jaguars, uh, Haguaris, Haguaris. <laughs> um, well, they've won five on the trot now. Um, I. They kind of look unstoppable, to be honest. Um, but the only difference is now they've never beaten the Sharks in this game, uh, in Super Rugby competition. So, but I think the Jaguars, the Jaguars could actually make it 6-0, and um, in their favor. Um, I mean, they've, they've made, like, they've made good changes in this team and removing Creevy as captain and, Lebanini not being available, one, and the discipline has also changed. I mean, the Hagores was a, was a side that used to just get two to three yellow cards in a game, so they used to play with fourteen men pretty, pretty much for half of the game. And the discipline has changed, and their attitude towards the game has also changed. Their commitment off the on and off the ball in uh, in, uh, in 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 dur- during the games, I mean, has has improved drastically. So. They've been very impressive for me so far in the past five weeks. Yeah, uh, unlike the Summers, we are seeing uh, all of the the, the normal normal faces. There's Acredi starting, uh, Lavanini's there, uh, Kramer who had a really good game last weekend, Desio, uh, Sanchez obviously, Orlando, etc. So yeah, we're looking at a full strength uh, Hagaris side up against them. Obviously, the the uh, in the Sharks, 
uh, a lot of the no, it's interesting to see Daniel Dupria at eight rather than I think he's been playing at six most of the season um, with uh, Robert Dupria obviously running things and Cohen Bosch at the back there a fairly uh, uh, obviously the beast a fairly a fairly uh, standard team there from the Sharks no one okay. no big names missing I can see straight away nothing has changed from the shock side pretty much uh, they've kept the same team so um, I guess they would like to have continuity after beating the the Chiefs last week um, or not not a very strong Chiefs side but they'll be tested this weekend definitely on, on Friday morning on Friday night they'll be tested by the Jaguars definitely absolutely and um, I'm, I'm uh, I've got Jaguars by seven but this is one of the ones that I find the hardest to call, and I'm finding hardest to call any game with the Sharks recently because they are so up and down uh, that they they have. We've had some wonderful performances from them, and we have some had some absolutely appalling uh, performances from them. And yeah. I say that not because I'm happy about it, but because I'm just so disappointed in them. I know they can do so much better, uh, and you. you I, I, yeah. the, the, the same thing I've said every week, pretty much, uh, that this Sharks side is my most disappointing team. Uh, this season, uh, but um, yeah, yeah, no, they they do they do have all the potential. I mean, they've got the players, they've got actually quality players. Um, it's just a matter. I think it's all a mind. It's a mindset thing now for the Sharks. And you know, when you lose games that you think or that you know that you should have won, I think that kind of that kind of hits you hard. I mean, uh, on your on your psyche. Um, so. I think that is the only problem with them currently. And if they can fix that, if they can fix their psyche right, I mean, they could actually turn things around and actually start winning games. But uh, they've been up and down, like you said, and it's it's it is a very it's very difficult to call the Sharks game every weekend actually. So, but this weekend I still I also went with the Jaguars by seven as well. By oh, the same number? Oh wow, exactly the same. That's a that's a, a new one for us. Um, so I say join me uh, on YouTube I'll be doing live after that I'll see who I can get available uh, to come and join me I don't know Pillar might be available to, to, to have a chat we'll, we'll see but there might be, he might be have other things to do on Friday nights um, the, we then head over to uh, back to New Zealand sorry for the Chiefs versus the Waratahs the Chiefs with um, players like Damon McKenzie uh, back in the side but still missing play, still missing Sam Kane uh, um, but Brodie Retallick is there so how do you see the, the the Chiefs this weekend? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Chiefs, uh, last weekend, all their players went back to New Zealand um, for the all-black camp, I guess. And so, basically, Colin Cooper has now made seven changes for this weekend. So, they kind of get a boost from <clears throat> from uh, last week's uh, dismal performance, if I may call it that. But, uh, yeah, so with... All the New Zealand, um, all the all, all the All Black players coming through, besides Sam Kane, that'll be a big boost for them, and and they're playing at home. So, and also the other guys didn't have to travel, um, flying back from South Africa to New Zealand, so they'll be well rested, would have been in ho- at home, and it sh- it should be a good it should be a good uh, boost for the Chiefs actually. Yeah, it's interesting seeing Charlie Nartai back at twelve as well. We've not seen him. He's been playing fullback a lot. He got to play 13 yeah. last weekend with players missing, uh, but now Anton, he's uh, going back to um, to 12 to partner Anton Brown. Uh, th- my only hope is he doesn't get a head knock um, playing in the narrow channels. 
Pardon me, because yeah, that's what yeah, he's yeah. because he's so well known for that. But otherwise, yeah, excited because to see. Now yeah, because now uh, you know definitely that uh, Gibson and the Waratahs will be target- targeting that channel, knowing how fragile uh, Ngatai is. Um, but well, also, and I think also the a small, a small, small day McKenzie, a fragile Charlie Ngatai. Yeah, that ten that ten twelve channel is going to get some traffic. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But I also think the Chiefs want to nullify um, the Kirkley Peel threat in in midfield because uh, yeah, they yeah because I think they're trying to nullify the the the, the, the Waratahs uh, midfield as well by putting Gatai there so that Kirkley Peel doesn't get to get too much space. Because if you give him too much space, then we know how dangerous the Waratahs can be in the back line. Yeah, I mean, Phipps, Foley, Beal, Rona, yeah, yeah. Um, Noravoro and Clark out wide, and then Falau. Cam Clark, admittedly, uh, is uh, fresh at this level. He's still new, but uh, definitely one of the uh, wonder, wonder kids of uh, Australian rugby. Lots expected of him um, to come Yeah, was he, he, was, he, was the, he was at the sevens, eh? That's right. Yeah, one of the sevens guys who's coming across... Uh, so yeah, definitely one of the one of the young kids are expecting to do well and to be one of the, uh, yeah. a future wallaby. Definitely. So yeah, it's a talented stacked talent stacked back line. Um, then with the forwards is always where they're going to struggle. I mean, with Rob Simmons, um, Tom Tom standing forth in the engine room. Um, they're so reliant on Sukeo Pikepu at prop really for for uh, amongst forwards and Hooper obviously. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But up front. I think they might get a bit of a bashing from the Chiefs, personally, uh, and it's whether they can get enough front football for Foley, etc., in the backs. Again, it's another one of those stories that we talk about every week. Um, yeah, you know, you know, the thing is, I've watched the Waratahs actually play this whole season, and for me, they're not strong at all in their forward pack. Because I watched them play against a South African team. South African teams actually overpowered their forward pack. So if the Chiefs can just focus on that, then their back then their back line doesn't get him uh doesn't get a lot of a lot of uh, ball to to exploit the opposition with basically. So for me if the Chiefs with with Brody Rotale coming back, Liam Mason come uh playing at eight, they can just focus on nullifying uh uh, putting as much pressure as possible on that forward, on that Waratahs forward pack, if they are, if they want to win this game, basically. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 I think that the, the Chiefs will, yeah, will win this one up front, and I'm backing them to win it by five. One of the interesting things was this. <laughs> this was this was the uh, out of all the fans in New Zealand, this was the one that it was. Um, it was Brad Weber. Uh, at the Chiefs, who was the first to speak out against Falau and his homophobic views, so it's going to be interesting to see what kind of reception the crowd uh, give the give Foley and the Tars, because there was a lot of talk um, around uh, uh, on social media that this would have a big crowd uh, and a big crowd in if some very bright rainbow colours. So uh, that's something also to really? look out for. Oh yes. So. Um, <laughs> So we'll have uh, to, so we'll have to see what kind of reception I want he gets. To see this. It's been it's been quieter recently. Uh, we haven't. It was it was a reaction that came out at when 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 it originally happened. So I've not seen as much on Twitter over the last week or so. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how. Uh, so we'll see how much of it was just reaction and how much of it actually comes through as to as to as to actual action. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, I, I, I again, I, I whilst sure the tiles broke the run last weekend, they were helped by red card, um, and I think that uh, yep, yeah, the the new yeah. the new New Zealand uh, Australia run is about to start again. <laughs> yeah, I could tell from the commentary uh, on Saturday last week that the Australians were quite happy about. About about uh, breaking the deadlock, the deadlock basically. Um, I mean, forty. What was it? Forty, forty and over eh? for yep. a long time. Now it forty and one. So now the Waratahs need to continue with this momentum. Uh, if they can win this weekend, then I mean, they stand a good chance of actually competing against New Zealand teams after all. Um, and. Talking of dreadlocks, so I was going to go on off a little, a slight tangent here. Have you seen uh, Will Genia's latest, uh, la- latest lid, latest hairstyle? So he started the season with the big dreadlocks, and I was like, "Where did they come from?" And it's like, "Oh, hair extensions, clearly." But, and uh, now they've gone, and he now has um, a some sort of funny bleach blonde um, frizz going upwards. Uh, it all looks a bit strange. So yes. Uh, Will Genia clearly trying to go for the uh, the wildest uh, the wildest lid uh, in the Super Rugby this season. Um, so have a, have a look out for that. Um, it's all, all, all yeah, we'll do. That's too much. T- that's too much. That's what happens when you have too much time on your hands, huh? Exactly. Don't get injured. Yeah. Don't don't let don't let Genia get injured because he has too much time <laughs> and uh, just goes and just goes. What can I do with my hand next? <laughs> Very true. Yeah. So. Um, Reds versus the Highlanders. Now, I've got a Reds team list, but not a Highlanders one, so I'm not sure who the Highlanders are going to turn out for this one. Um, but uh, wh- how do you see this one going without without knowing both the sides yet? Oh, I think I've got the team, actually, for the Highlanders. Oh, you have? I've got, I've really got like the Reds one. So, uh, but um, Yeah, no, they don't have... Uh, oh, on my sheet, they don't have uh, uh, Smith, Aaron Smith, for this game. Okay. Yeah, they don't have Aaron Smith, and but uh, pretty much the same old, uh, the same team that beat the. I mean, that lost to the that lost to the Waratahs. So, uh, barring uh, that other winger that got a red card, so Tavita Lee comes back in uh, on the wing. So I don't know the geez, the Highlanders. I don't know. They started off well. During the season, uh, start of the season and beginning of the season, and now they kind of—I don't know—they they kind of slopping off slowly and gradually going down, because I guess the the Waratahs last week, yes, they, they had 14 men, but some mistakes they were making, like so elementary. Oh dear! Actually, I've got I've got the list here, and it says uh, yeah, the headline is um, Highlanders resting four All Blacks. As Liam Squire returns from thumb, thumb injury, yeah, the, the Highlanders don't have that many All Blacks. To be resting four of them is uh, <laughs> <laughs> is quite a lot. So, um, yeah, so you've got Josh McKay at fullback, Naholo's there, Rob Thompson, Weldon in the midfield, Tavita Lee on the other side, Liam Asapwanga, and then Harrington, as you said, uh, and then um, yeah, in the looking a bit uh, a bit light in the pack as well. So. Uh, interesting. Ash Dixon at hooker is going to captain is, is captaining the side. Now, yeah. Without uh, without the two Smiths, um, I must admit I'm going to I'm a lot less confident than I was initially because I I went Highlanders by five 
but um, yeah, have it. As in Highlanders by seven. Highlanders by seven. Wow. Um, historically, when the Highlanders have rested both Smiths, uh, they have struggled, but they've generally rested Sopawanga at the same time as well. So this time at least Sopawanga's there, so they're going to kick the goals. Um, and they have got Naholo in the back line, who didn't have a great great game last weekend, to be fair. But um, but again, the Reds have had such a poor run. I, I, it's, it's hard to see them winning any games, really. Yeah, I mean, the Reds, oh, they also blow whole, uh, hot and cold. I mean, it's kind of like same teams at the same level meeting each other this weekend, you know, in a way, uh, even though the Highlanders have won more. But... The Reds against the Hurricanes last week, um, I mean, they didn't give up fighting. They didn't give up. So they, they, they kind of went toe-to-toe toe toe with the with the Hurricanes. But obviously the Hurricanes had, had just had too much power and uh, they actually lost the game. But I think at home, the Reds will try, will try and upset the Highlanders and getting the Highlanders losing 0-2. In Australia, which now, is unheard of. I was going to say that would be yes, that would be a turn up for the books. Um, so you got to say that the Highlanders would be, whilst they are resting players and their, their depth is being tested, the ones that are there will be there to go. Look, we can't let us go own two. That's just, that, that yeah. would be crazy. Threads. Um, I mean, a side that beat the Lions, that had thrashed the Tars the weekend before. So the Lions beat the Tars, then lost to the Reds. Uh, the Reds then go up to Japan and concede over fifty points. Uh, was it even six to come now? But anyway, conceded over half a century of points. Another one of these sides that then go to the Hurricanes and perform well. Who's going to turn up on Saturday yeah. or Sunday, whenever the game is? Yep. Yeah, that's the thing because I say that's why I started off by saying the Reds are also blowing hot, hot and mm. cold. So, but I think now after last weekend's game, they can they know that they can compete. Um, it's just a matter of getting the mind right, the mindset. I mean, with a lot of teams, actually. Not just the Reds. I mean, with a lot of teams. If they can just get the mindset right, I mean, even Brad Thorne said he knows if they, his team is going to get a hiding way before the game even starts. So I think it's the, it's the, it's the small things that happen uh, prior to the game, your warm-up, the, the attitude in the changing room. So basically... <laughs> it's all in the top two inches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of this so, doesn't matter apparently. If 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 I get my top two inches right, I could be a professional rugby player. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the things that uh, that that matter a lot. So it'll depend. I mean, we'll listen. We'll listen into the commentary and see how Fred Thorne Thorn sees his team performing against the Highlanders, because that'll tell the difference. But I said Highlanders by seven for this one. Though. Cool. Um, so we're both going with the Highlanders. Now, quick reminder, folks, uh, please do hit the like button down below. Um, always up for good old rugby chat. So lots of comments also much appreciated as well. So the like button and chats, uh, lots of chats and bants. Good. Um, where was I? So then we go over to um, the Bulls versus Ooh. the Brumbies over in South Africa. Oh, that's what I've got to say. I've got to say that I'll actually be doing live post-match reactions, Chiefs Waratahs. Uh, as well, so doing three games this weekend, uh, and as, as well. So yeah, Bulls versus Brumbies up on the Heimveld. Uh, lots of Brumbies gasping for breath. Um, how do you see this one going? Yeah, I mean the Brumbies almost upset the 
the Lions at home last weekend. If it wasn't for the red card, I think the Brumbies could have just just pulled it off, to be honest. Um, so they'll be quite bleak about the results last week. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, since now they've spent a week, uh, two weeks. Oh, since they've spent two weeks now in South Africa and acclimatized to the altitude. They should be fine for this weekend, but yeah, I, would, I think John for, Mitchell, for the audience, we should let people know that um, uh, that the Lions in Joburg is is, is not that far away from um, the uh, the Bulls, from, and yeah. uh, it's at the same altitude. So yeah, they, that uh, it's not like travelling from the coast up up into the home veld. It's two; they've had two games in the home veld for this, which helps them um, from that point of view. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, but oh yeah, I was getting to the Bulls as well. Um, John Mitchell wasn't too impressed. I mean, in the post-match uh, interview, um, I think he will have come down at the Bulls very hard. So this weekend, we might see a different Bulls side that lost to the Jaguares last week because I don't know what happened to the Bulls. They were just not there last weekend. And the Brumbies will see a slight chance of upsetting the Blue Bulls at home. Um, but I think the Bulls will have too much power, too much source, actually, for them, this, uh, for the Brumbies this weekend. Um, so, yes, we, uh, the the Bulls, yeah, did, did perform, but did, didn't have a great game last weekend. The, but the, the South Africa, or the, sorry, the Africa table uh, or conference really is intriguing. You've got, the, um, I think the Bulls and the Stormers on the same number of points, only a couple of points behind the Haguaris and the Sharks, which sets it up for a a, a big um, makes all these games are, are really important. They're all they're all trying to hunt down the lions. Yeah. Um, yep. the, um, so that um, uh, the so that, that, that that's what it comes down to is that yeah that is 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 that we've got the sharks versus the Haguaris, both in the same points. If they again must win game for both of those, if they lose that, catching the lions is going to be difficult. And again, this here the Bulls are looking. We'll be looking at the Stormers in the game after doing them a favour. Um, I think at home, yeah, the Bulls are going to have too much of the Brumbies. Uh, but it's the story around this next one: um, Stormers versus Lions. All the other South African teams looking to the all the sorry the, Af- Af- the with the Bulls, the Sharks, and the Hagiwaris all looking at the Stormers, going, "Please do us a favour. Please win this game. We need to we need to claw back the Lions." Ah, um, oh, so you... difficult. <laughs> jeez. The current with the current Stormers form, yes, it's so tight, it's so tough to even call this one because we don't know which side is going to show up. I mean, one weekend Stormers are uh, they look they look they look like a like a like a playoff team, uh, a team that can that can make playoffs, and the uh, the next weekend they're just not showing up, man, and kind of look lethargic in everything they do, basically, and they've, they've really disappointed a lot of people um, because they've got a good squad as well, just like the Sharks, actually. They've got a very good squad. They've got the players. They've got ca- uh, quality players. Um, but they it's ha- just that... The they have. We, I mean, one, one of the... In our pre-season preview... Uh, a pre-season, yeah, preview, uh, our, our question marks for the Storms was around their halfbacks. Uh, they had a couple of inexperienced, um, talented guys, but not guys who uh, have got experience at this level. Will they stand up? How are the pressure? How um, are they used to travelling overseas and playing games? Not very much. Um, 
will yes yeah, so will the bright lights of hong kong with the 60 foot skyscrapers around you um be distracting for the game and, and all, all of that kind of uh all, all that kind of stuff and um is, is they, they're learning how to, yeah, how to travel i a guy like uh, Willems uh, who actually showed up this season, uh, he's actually been very impressive at number 10 for the, for the, for the Sharks, but he, I don't think he got a lot of support in terms of his forwards laying the good, pla- a good platform for him, but it kind of was like he has to do all the work for, ev- for everyone around him. So, I mean, that's a lot of pressure for a youngster who's just come out of high school. So, yeah, I mean the guys, the senior guys need to stand up this weekend, especially especially the uh, loose trio, the the front row, because the Lions are quite strong up front uh, and they've got a very strong backline. So actually, the Lions have a, have a very good. Uh, oh, the Lions have, have almost have, have quality from, from from one to fifteen. The problem is they just haven't been yeah. playing well uh, this season. The Stormers, yeah. um, and you're saying, yeah, Williamson's playing well. He's playing great at home. And he's managed to win every game at home apart from against the Chiefs. Uh, that's the only game they've lost at home. Away from home, they can't buy a win. Uh, they've not won away yet all season. Um, which is hence this, maybe there are a few guys there who just who haven't learned how to travel, uh, how to play away from home. Whereas at home, when they've got the crowd behind them, when they've when they've managed to have mummy mummy's cooking for the week, uh, slept in their own bed, nice and comfy, it's a different ball game to when you're actually suddenly in. It's all in there. <laughs> For those on the podcast and not watching the video, uh, it's what we've been saying. I mean, it's fifteen. It's fifteen weeks of Super Rugby now. Fifteen weeks. You know what the competition is all about. You know how grueling. You know the travelling. You know the men, the men, the mental. Um, aspect that's required for this type of competition. I mean, you have guys that have played over thirty to forty caps in Super Rugby currently. There's only a few guys who have less than ten caps within the within the Stormers and the and and, and the Sharks as well. Stormers, Sharks, Lions. So so I don't know why the what attitude the guys have this season, uh, which is not it's not it's not it's not a good it's not a good one, basically. Where they need to change their attitude, they need to they need to they they need to start uh, grafting, man, uh, much harder than, because I think most of South African teams think results are just going to come at them. So they'll work hard, maybe first 10, 15 minutes of the game, and then the next 60 minutes, they kind of rest on their laurels, basically. So the, the, the Stormers need to grind, 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 grind this weekend, and they need to grind hard because they lost against the Sun Wolves. They need to basically bring back the, the the supporters back into the stadium, and 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 give the supporters something to smile about. I guess as well. They do. I I've gone uh, I've gone for the Stormers. Um, how many? Have I, I've got how many, uh, by five, but uh, in this one because of their home form. But Christian makes a good point. When is the last time the Lions lost to a South Africa team? Have the have have the Lions lost to a South Africa team this season? No, no. So they've beaten, they've beaten the Bulls. They've beaten the Stormers at home. Yeah, they haven't lost. So a team that the only, again, team, the only team they lost to was the Jaguars in the conference, and that was overseas. That was in yeah. 
So again, another team that's fine until you actually have to uh, to, to you have to travel over water. And lions don't swim well. So this is the, the um, season. Three uh, seasons actually. The last three seasons they've not lost to a South Africa. Wow. So um, so good point. So uh, I'm now starting to think. Oh, maybe I've gone and got this one. Uh, gone and got this one wrong. I, <laughs> I went lions. I went with the lions. But hey, you, you're you're yes. But let's let's let, let's pin your colours to the master, which is your uh, you, you you wear. <laughs> whilst I bleed blue, you bleed red, because I mean I because I, uh, yeah I'm 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 yeah I, I back the blues, but you are your, lions are your team as well. So sometimes that sometimes it's it's heart overhead um, as well. But um, now having heard that heard that record, I may I, yes I'm now second guessing myself. But um, yeah, I, I've gone uh, I've gone stormers by five. Uh, and you're going lions by how many? I said lions. I said lions by five. Okay, so again, uh, within a score, so uh, it's still going to be a tight one. You think? Yeah. Yeah, no, it will be definitely tight. But I think lions have too much firepower than than the stormers, um, unless the stormers do something unexpected, some drastic. Um, they show up, man, for 80 minutes. If the Stormers show up for 80 minutes, then it could be a different story. But currently, I don't see them. I don't see them pulling that off. I think the Lions will just be too strong for them over on Saturday in Cape Town. Yep, uh, and um, so I'm, I'm second guessing now. But uh, as I say, the Stormers haven't. haven't, <laughs> haven't the, Stormers, the Stormers have only lost the Chiefs at home. Uh, otherwise, they've been perfect at home. So I'm, I'm still going with them. Um, just a comment on here by by Andre. So Andre has gone and said, um, "All in the head." Um, it's the same size field, same lines painted. Now, having done, uh, I had a chat with a, one of the um, Blues players, and did uh, check out my website. It's, there's an article on there called um, uh, that says "A Week in Life of a Rugby Player," and he talks about how much of his week is is about recuperation, uh, and how, actually how little of his week is really about training. And it's all about recovery, 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 and going and getting massages. And when they're at home in their home city, they, they have, all the teams have deals with local massage places and stuff, sports massages, not dodgy ones, folks, before you get to the wrong idea. Um, so where they can, go get, they can go to training, go get a sports massage, then go home. When they're on the road, A, they spend a day on their airplane when they can't recover. And B, when they get to wherever they are, wherever they're training, they don't have their normal support structure around them, be it massages, etc. Uh, and that makes a big difference to a player uh, and, uh, and, and and what they're like. Uh, you've interviewed more players than I have. What what are your? Do you get that kind of feel from from them as well? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we need to focus more on a lot because the players are travelling a lot. I mean, the, the, there's high demand uh, on the body. There's a high demand on the mental side. There's a high demand on on a lot of things. I mean, some players even have families, the strain. I mean, we need to look at all those aspects and try and find out or figure out a way of of breaking it down on how to put everything together. So how to cope with your <clears throat> with the traveling, how to cope with the over over you over mass overuse of your muscles and uh and your body basically. So we need to we need to we need to find a way. I mean, I think New Zealand guys have done have have got it to the T basically. Because I mean they travel back and forth and they still come up with wins. And here we are 
still trying to make travel um, um, the, the excuse of losing. So, yeah. I th- it's a shame, again, that, that Skype's dropped out there uh, for Pillar. Um, but one of the other things, I mean, there is the travel element of it, but there's also uh, players who love... What those guys, what you guys are doing, when, I mean... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, anyway, so uh, whilst Pillar sorts out his, um, oh, his battery's gone. So whilst Pillar sorts out, uh, uh, oh. I mean, we want to get him back. We'll see. Um, but uh, so one of the things we've seen uh, is that the New Zealand sides do use uh, sleeping tablets, etc., um, to to cope with this kind of thing. And there has been abuse of that in the past. They've got on. They say they've got on top of that now, mate. And the, the players are highly restricted as to what they get um, provided to them for that. So uh, that's. Um, that is part of, of, of how they do it. Another part of it, I remember reading Jerry Collins' book, um, and he talks about his how his pre-match routine is so um, set and the same every single time. Uh, and players like that continuity. Players like that certainty of, uh, of their pre-match routines. And it can come down to even sitting in the same seat uh, in your changing room. Uh, and they feel comfortable when everything, and they don't have to think about things when it's all part of the routine. When you put them into an opposition changing room, it's a different seat. They might have to turn left or instead of right out of the changing room. And that sounds like small things for us. But that's another decision, another thing they have to think about. Whereas all they want to think about is their performance on the actual pitch. And all those things add up um, at the end of the day uh, into affecting a player's performance, which is why you see some players are more uh, impacted by playing away than they are at home. So. Uh, hopefully I'll get to talk to I want to talk to a couple of players about how they handle that kind of stuff uh, it'd be great to talk to a couple of the sevens players where uh, they're always on the road um, and I'm trying to line one of those up um, at the moment um, and how they cope with those sort of having pre-match routines because pre-match routines are very big uh, for players um, anyway uh, thank you Pillar for joining me sorry he's not here but do go visit Grit Sports he's got a great great uh, interview coming out on Monday uh, so do um, keep an eye out for Grit Sports uh, uh, and go check out their website. Also got a very good Facebook group as well. I've been Paul Gohan, driving more. As I say, I'll be live post-match reaction to the Hurricanes versus the Crusaders, um, the uh, Haguares versus the Sharks, and also the Chiefs versus the Waratahs. Um, so check it to look out for those on YouTube. The first one of which I'll be down at the Crowded House uh, in New Plymouth. So if you're in the area, come on down, have a beer with me, um, and maybe you can even come on the video uh, and... Uh, uh, and help me with the post-match reaction. My co-host may not be able to stay for the game, so we'll have to see now. Maybe it's going to be a solo show from there. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so uh, enjoy the show you're watching this weekend. And don't forget, subscribe, hit the like button, and leave lots and lots of comments.